You're listening to episode 155 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today's topic is finding a Christian church to visit in Israel. You're listening to Christian Travelers Network, the podcast and platform where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, I am so glad that you are here. This month, in light of Easter and of all the other things going on in the church year, we are taking some time to visit Israel, and we're taking a look at some of the biblical insights and things that you can actually still see in Israel today. But um, to specifically in this episode, we're going to be taking a look at some of the churches that you can actually attend and worship at. But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. We are so close to launching our online platform. This will be a way for you to connect with other Christian travelers, join in Bible studies, and grow in your faith. Not only that, a lot of these resources that we've been doing on our podcast, we've been also putting together insightful PDFs, resources, tips on how to find Christian churches in Israel, a full list of them as well, and their contact information, all of those things, plus airports, trains, and so many other parts of travel ministries. So if you want access to all of that, I encourage you to sign up for our email list so you can get the latest information about when our platform goes live. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. So you're going to the Holy Land. What better place to worship, right? Well, I say that semi-sarcastically because I know the Lord is with us wherever we go, but many people pilgrim to Israel, to Jerusalem, Jordan, and many other places of historical biblical significance because it helps bring scripture to life in their own eyes. It helps them understand the context of some of the things that happened. And I encourage you to go, but when it comes to actually worshiping there, I found it actually hard to find a Christian church. Now, this comes from a number of reasons, so let's go ahead and take a look at some statistics. The first thing I found was from Pew Research. Uh, this article was from 2016, and it was the statistics of the religious demographics of Israel. Now, Christians make up a whopping 2% of the people that live there. And it is believed that about 1% are Catholic and 1% are Orthodox, and there's a hair few of some other denominations, but those are the two primary ones. The Jewish percentage in the area is 81%, and the Muslim percentage, 14 Now, this was from almost eight years ago, but what does that mean in terms of finding a church today? Well, the most obvious thing to note is that Jesus was a Jew. He was a descendant of Abraham, and as such, they were promised the promised land. Jerusalem, Israel, this whole land that has been highly disputed for many years, but it holds a lot of historical significance to the Old Testament. And there are still Jews alive today who believe that they are still waiting for the Messiah. And as such, they're waiting in their chosen land, their holy land of Israel. So it makes sense that a large majority of the people there are indeed Jewish. 
now. There are also a lot of Muslims who hold a lot of significance for this land as well. Um, and so it is often one of the very disputed territories, but as such, you can see why while Christians also hold significance, we don't feel the need to be there. We were called and sent to all nations and all peoples. Um, but oddly, that means that the Christian percentage is kind of low in this region. Now, as I mentioned, there's been a lot of turmoil over this land. Shortly after Jesus's death, by maybe a couple hundred years, we saw a huge Jewish and Roman fight. Remember from episode 153, when I talked about some of the significant places to visit in Israel um, that are related to the Easter story, we talked about how they wanted Jesus to be their earthly king to save them from the Romans. And shortly after Jesus died, that Jewish-Roman conflict got really tense and the Jews were kicked out, uh, for lack of better word. Um, and as such, they've been trying to come back to their holy land, but it's still been in turmoil ever since. Um, in addition, we know that there's a lot of Muslim pilgrimages to the mosque in Jerusalem, um, and it's significant to their history. And so borders divide a lot. Um, the Muslims, while they don't believe Jesus to be their savior, they believe him to be a significant prophet. So they try and claim pieces of historical significance here too. So there's just a lot of tension in this area. And as such, we know that there are a lot of important places in Israel. And honestly, a lot of the big or well-known stories from the New Testament have been turned into a church. For instance, there is the Church of Ascension, where they believe Jesus ascended into heaven. There's the Church of the Multiplication of Loaves, where they believe Jesus turned five uh, loaves of bread and two fish into so much food that it fed over 5,000 men, let alone women and children, and they let, were left over with 12 extra baskets full. There's the Church of Wedding where Jesus turned water into wine, his first miracle, the Church of All Nations, the Church of the Nativity where he's believed to be born. These are all popular tourist destinations, but yet they aren't necessarily church as in let's go worship there this Sunday. Uh, they're just places of significance and they are maintained by groups of churches or uh, church leaderships. For instance, the Vatican oversees um, certain things and, and different denominations take care of these holy sites. But if we're actually going to go worship while we're in Israel, where can we even do that at? Not only that, but we also have a language barrier. The The main language spoken in Israel is Hebrew. That is their official language. But being such a turmoil country, they, they also have a lot of people who've moved there, and it's quite a diverse place. We have people speaking Arabic, Armenian, French, Hebrew, Latin, uh, English, German, Italian, Spanish. It's quite diverse. Um, and the needs of so many people who pilgrim to Israel, how do we find an English-speaking worship service that meets our needs? Well, I did some digging, and with all of this found information, I started to get a little discouraged. Not only that, I discovered that a lot of the churches that are represented there, 
don't have websites, it's hard to find their contact information. And with the strict COVID restrictions in Israel over the last two years, um, many of the churches unfortunately have dissolved or um, have very limited meeting options. But don't be totally discouraged. I did manage to put together a list and that will be one of the resources on our new website, our networking platform, where you'll get to connect with other Christian travelers. We'll also have a bunch of resources, including a list of churches to attend, their worship times, and their contact information. What I found was that the easiest way to contact most congregations was to work from the top down. Depending on your denomination, um, a lot of organizations have some kind of synod or body that oversees them. The simplest example that I can give that most people at least have some knowledge of is the Catholic Church. For instance, we all know that the Pope, in their view, is um, God on earth, and as such, he oversees all of the ministries, but he couldn't do it alone. So he has uh, individuals under him, bishops, and they oversee groups of churches. And under that, you have your pastors. I may be missing a few steps, but you see that kind of pyramid of support that's happening. Well, the same can be said about a lot of other denominations, but they usually don't have those similar titles. If anything, they usually have some kind of body that um, helps encourage the pa pastors and lay leaders so that they can have some kind of support system. Um, so a couple that I found was for the Lutheran Church, I managed to find um, an ELCA kind of version in Israel. And this is called the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Jordan and the Holy Land, ELCJHL. Um, if you go to the EL if you go to elcjhl.org, there you can find a list of their churches and some of their churches that worship in English, if that's the language of choice. So um, one of them is actually called Redeemer Lutheran Church, and that one is where they have a pastor who specifically is in charge of their English-speaking congregation. Another uh, denomination from the Anglican Church is the Episcopal Diocese of Jerusalem. Um, so if you go to j-diocese.org, um, there you can find a list of their churches in Jerusalem. The Latin, the Latin Patriarch of Jerusalem is a Catholic denomination. lpj.org lists all of their churches. But if none of those denominations fit your worship preferences or needs, um, I did find another resource and that is called the Christian Information Center. The Christian Information Center has a website called CICTS.org and this lists all of the churches in Jerusalem specifically, not throughout all of Israel. Um, and that is a great way to find other Baptist, non-denominational, and other church options. So if you're looking for a way to connect with churches I encourage you to check that out. In addition, as I said before, I'm working on putting together a list, hopefully going to have Bible studies and other things. I've been reaching out to these congregations, asking them for some of their additional assistance and ideas on how you guys could connect if you chose to visit them in Israel. So I hope that this has been a little bit encouraging, but also maybe open your eyes to the fact that while Israel is a holy land, it can be hard to find a church, but yet not impossible. 
So if you're visiting Israel and do visit a church, please share their contact information with me. Tell me a little bit about your experience um, and et cetera. I would love to hear about it. Make sure that you hit the subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend. Those are three great ways that you can encourage others to grow in their faith while they are traveling. And if you like today's episode, I encourage you to jump back to episode 153, where you can learn about five of the significant places in Israel that you can visit, a full PDF itinerary of the ideal Israel trip will also be available on our website coming soon. Until next time, safe travels and God bless.